good day to you sir and lady if that's who I'm talking to if you put yourself in a different category that's fine with me as well uh, my name is Patrick this is the solid 60 it is 8 45 a.m. on the 30th of April I don't know if there's a 31st but we're gonna find out it's all oh, it's exciting times I did finally finish up at ATF I can now name them my most recent employer a tough job respect to anyone who can do that all day certainly not in my ballpark for realistic consideration it's uh, been a crazy week we had Endgame, we had Ironfest, so I'm looking forward to spilling some of my reactions to all that. I'll be doing again so in a few days with Banana Split, so I don't know how much to save for that, but basically Ironfest was great, other than the glaring black mark that was my stupidity of uh, leaving my treasured Sony camera, which is worth at least five or six hundred dollars. I've had it for a while though, maybe two years, and yeah, just put it down on a table while having post-Saturday beers could have had some sangers they were doing a sausage sizzle to thank the volunteers and that's what got me is it was mostly volunteers and friends of people who had helped out on the uh, day and that wasn't well vetted enough i guess because i came back uh, the next morning and the camera was gone my bad for leaving it on a table in the room um, but apparently it only lasted a while because mac was hovering around and cleaned up at the end which was probably only an hour or two after I left and didn't see it and didn't turn up anywhere in lost property so it's gone and I don't want to believe at that point it's terribly boring for anyone and I guess I'm the neurotic type that will dwell on that and you know those people that are really religious and then they like hit themselves with a whip there's like a term for that and I'm going to remember it as soon as I listen to this in editing and go of course it's that thing I just I've noticed there's a mental thing there where, where I tend to get stuck on things and, and kind of just flagellate. That's the word. Self-flagellate. All sorts of little things. I mean, that was a fairly big thing. It wasn't a cheap camera. I don't really have one now. I ended up using my phone for most of the weekend and I still have to upload those to the Facebook page. I'm probably not going to bother putting the watermark on them. I mean, it's just the phone. There's nothing too amazing. I shied our way from doing a lot of the usual cosplay pics that I do because I did see a lot of people walking around that weren't at the competition and Cliff Dorian might not have got their photo because he really was all over the place with the camera. So I kind of backed off a little bit. I was like, well, I can concentrate on the comp and he can take the photos and I'll just use his because he always seems quite happy to help out in that way. And he had turned down the offer of helping with the competition due to concerns which were reasonable about the fact that uh, he had friends that had said no and I guess he still wanted to stay on their good side because uh, he likes to stay on the sidelines whenever there's any kind of drama. I didn't care because, I mean, the drama was with people that have already written me off anyway, um, Deej and so on, who apparently turned up on Sunday, but I didn't see him. So obviously things are good enough for him to still uh, be there. Uh, not to the cosplay comp, which w went fairly well, other than the Saturday I'd somehow forgotten that I was going to be the only person there physically on the scene to help out and there was just this empty tent hardly any chairs literally three round tables with a couple of chairs around and a much bigger stage than last year a lot bigger than we needed but that's probably because there was about ooh, five or six different dance troops that had come in before like literally just before we go on and then not too soon after we go off so they really were maximizing space uh, last year all the dancers had their own tent the bohemian tent down uh closer to the oval and they would do belly dancing, gypsy dancing, something to do with Pirates of the Caribbean. Another dance that involved playing the theme from Game of Thrones over and over and over again. <laughs> Apparently, 
the announcer, the guy running around in a hood, he's a very funny man. Uh, they really need to do a documentary mostly about him and the Iron Fest competition. I was thinking about that last night. I was like, there's so much rich material there to mine. There was a story done on, I think his name is Christopher Aikens, who did the toothless animatronic, a full-size dragon, basically, about the size of a large SUV, I guess you could say. Its wings moved and it looked fairly good. Not Hollywood-level good. For someone who did it in his shed, it looked pretty amazing. And that's been part of why he could recover from depression and all that sort of thing which seems to be a running theme one of our judges dave barnes behind see i should know all their cosplay page names i will nerdcore i'm not going to open another tab because i've got about 50 in front of me he said that and he said it publicly so it's not i don't think i'm speaking out of turn where he's had to deal with things uh like you know being sad and cosplay has helped him through that so i don't think that's throwing anyone under the bus uh I, myself have had issues with mental health to a degree not as much as others in my family but and no black mark on them either it's just something that you you deal with and imbalance the chemistry and you cope the best way you can i, I when it's on you you do feel more guilt about it though i gotta admit i feel like if i tried harder or worked harder or been less slow to jump at opportunities or study as hard as i could have then i could have done a lot better and probably be a healthier human being in a lot of ways but the fact that i've allowed things to fester or or not dealt with things as quickly as i could have at times has probably made things harder than they needed to be so hopefully now i'm 40 i can be more confident and start just doing what needs to be done though i think you constantly no one really changes that much and i think you're constantly battling your own what's the opposite of better nature whatever that is so i've got a few articles to read so I want to get into that soon enough. But fair to say, Ironfest was amazing. I had a, a great time. It was April the 27th and 28th. I stayed in a pub called the Courthouse Hotel. I will never stay there again. After a very long day on Saturday, trying to get to sleep that night, it was not easy with about three or four different parties going on downstairs. It sounded like they were in the next room. I walked down the hallway at one point to maybe deal with them and saw like at least two different naked dudes running down the hallway. I thought, yeah, there's no point in me trying to put my oar in here. It's just going to escalate it. The smell of cigarettes, the band playing downstairs till late. I was just like, what did I expect? And it wasn't even that cheap. It was like $200 for the two nights, so which isn't exorbitant either. But it's like I could probably get a motel for a little bit more than that. So that's what I plan to do. Uh, I've already got the dates for next year. Cat's not here, so I can get into this. I'm going to read the first one, which is in front of me on an old school piece of paper. And it's about Endgame, which is the other thing I want to talk about. First, I'll say it was amazing. Of course, I'm an easy audience. And for a movie like that, didn't... I had a few, one or two friends, which were like, oh, I don't know, the premise was a bit shaky and, and had some gripes. But I, I overall, the reception's been really, really strong. It's quite high on Rotten Tomatoes. Same with Shazam. I had a really good time with that. I don't know if I read the Rotten Tomatoes for that. Let's leave that, though, because today is all about Endgame. And I'll read at least this one article, and then I'm not sure about trivia. I've really, really got a lot to get through, and I have to be at work in an hour. So I'm really going to try and read this one article, and then just do another follow-up Solid 60 in a few days. I've said that before, but at least by the weekend, because, yeah, I am starting a new job today at Cookers. I shouldn't have mentioned that so soon, but I'm a bit unsure how it's going to go. It's already an induction, so that's good. And then I'll be sitting with drivers for a few weeks until I get my own truck. And funnily enough, it's very similar 
to the truck I drove almost the exact same model for an Avace but it will be manual which is fine I drove one yesterday afternoon after my full solid nine or ten hours it was at ATF and I drove straight to an interview with my ripped high-vis pants and my uh, induction stickers on my shirt from all the sites I'd been to and was just like hey can we do this and they were very keen one minor hiccup about history so we're just gonna have to see how that goes but the guys on the ground were happy to have me and hopefully I can prove I get the chance to show that I'm the right man for the job because there's more driving I think than the ATF job which was like probably 80% driving depending on the day 70 to 80% and the the rest of it is lugging very very heavy backbreaking equipment through all sorts of weird corners nooks and crannies to get to the truck and then figure out how to get it on the truck and all that sort of thing so it's very um, there's the cat you stay over there there's going to be some noise here from the paper but I think it's worth reading out it's the news review from about a week or two ago, the 21st. So I think it's just before the premiere of the Avengers. There's no spoilers here. I'm not going to spoil anything today because I know I've got at least two or three listeners who might not have seen it. So yeah, I'll leave all the spoilers for another week or so. Um, and we're not sure on Banana Split. I think we'll go ahead with it. As long as we warn people, what else can we do? But it's very hard to talk about the movie in anything other than a quite general sense like this article does without spoiling it so and a review's got to be a proper one i think and that's not what this is this is just a reaction from michael kavner to the entire phenomenon that it is the title is why avengers endgame means so much to many people marvel started building its superhero world more than a decade ago and fans have been there from the very beginning like myself and my son and so many other people which is it's such a social glue like with my best friend there Lewis we had an amazing time even his mother was there and had a good time and we managed to go out and talk about it for hours afterwards and it really felt like something had shifted culturally in the landscape like okay now again just saying that implies spoilers so I'll I'll go back to the article 13 summers ago Marvel Studios president Kevin Feige was asked during a relatively small comic-con panel whether he could see his company's characters ever interacting on screen Who knows, Feige teased, this is a big new experiment for Marvel, but it's no coincidence that we have the rights to Iron Man, Hulk, Thor, Cap, and right then before he could finish he was interrupted by the volume of audience, glee and hopeful extrapolation. Fan imaginations leaped ahead at the possibilities. Feige has cited that as a creative inflection point, it's a moment that bears remembering when weighing just why Avengers Endgame will mean so much to so many. Today, calling it a big new experiment can even sound like an understatement when considering just how massively Marvel has reshaped the Hollywood blockbuster landscape. Heading into Endgame, the Marvel Cinematic Universe has grossed nearly $19 billion across 21 movies. Now, after Endgame, we all know it's 22 movies and nearly, well, $21 billion because we're at $1.4 after a weekend and a change, whereas... I think the first Avenger movie just made 1.2 billion, just. <laughs> and But that was over its entire run, whereas Endgame has exceeded that in the first two days. So that's pretty incredible. It smashed all previous records. For a studio startup, 2006 was not only a time before Twitter viral superhero stars and Disney dollars, it also marked a great unknown when, despite the success of the early X-Men and Spider-Man movies, there was no map for just how far out a studio could build an interconnected franchise. James Bond, 
Star Trek and Star Wars may have kept producing commercially viable sequels for years, but to construct a full latticework of superhero narratives could have loomed like a Bifrost bridge too far. Hey, this guy gets all the nerd points. Feige was wise, though, to start gradually, deliberately putting each character's individual origin story in place. He first aimed to win over the general public with former B-list hero Iron Man, and hard work met good fortune. Director John Favreau and rehabilitated star Robert Downey Jr. caught lightning in a bottle with the 2008 breakout. A flop could have sunk the studio before it was off the ground. Instead, the scrappy Iron Man, riding high on Downey Jr.'s quick-lipped charisma, grossed nearly $600 million on a US $140 million production budget. Piece by piece, Feige, a child of 80s action franchises such as Indiana Jones, continued to forge a connection with mainstream audiences. Louis Leterrier directed 2008's The Incredible Hulk to modest success, and after 2010's Iron Man 2 again scored big, 2011 delivered the rock-solid combination of Kenneth Branagh's Thor, nearly $450 million, and Joe Johnson's Captain America, the first Avenger, $370 million with Chris Hemsworth and Chris Evans providing winningly convincing performances. At last, Feige could fully implement his big experiment. With those planks in place, what came next was the most elaborately interconnected game of cinematic Jenga that Hollywood has ever seen. 2012's The Avengers, the first of writer-director Josh Whedon's two outings with the team-up franchise, grossed a whopping US $1.5 billion worldwide. And that was on a scale even beyond Marvel Comics editor Stan Lee's Tinseltown Dreams. Modern fans care so passionately about Avengers Endgame because they have more than a decade invested in this intricate universe, half of which was ostensibly destroyed in last year's lead-up film, Avengers Infinity War, in which the villainous Thanos turns so much of his beloved team to dust. Yet, filmgirls know too that the cliffhanger had to be a false goodbye. A plot twist that only sets up fans for the real farewells in Endgame. Yeah, okay, most people do know that all those people that got snapped away are still around. Spider-Man's movie is coming out in a few months, and he got snapped. So there was a kind of undercurrent of, yeah, all right, we know they're probably somehow coming back, and other people are going to go. But the key is not giving away who they are exactly and how. Yet, Feige and his creative team, including Infinity War and Endgame directors Joe and Anthony Russo, know that ultimately some of their superheroes must vanish forever. Feige likes to quote the line that a necessary part of the journey is the end. He got his start in show business working for the husband and wife production team of Richard Donner and Lawrence Shuler Donner. So Feige also saw the Superman franchise launched by director Richard Donner in 1978 take far too long to mercifully end its journey with Christopher Reeves in the title role. Reeve was still wearing the cape and tights in 1987's dismal Superman 4, The Quest for Peace. We know that Chris Evans will hang up his vibranium shield as Captain America in Endgame. We can expect at least one other long-time actor, Downey Jr., Hemsworth, not to enter the next big phase at Marvel as well. So, this is really it. The end of an epic run. We have lived with some of these characters for many hours of screen time, yet they must make way for a new team, likely led by Captain Marvel, with Bucky probably waiting in the wings and prominent heroes from the Black Panthers of Wakanda ready for a return. The Iron Man age will end, surely now or soon, having remade the tentpole terrain. No other studio has been able to replicate this degree of shared universe success 
and there's no guarantee that Marvel's next phase will soar just as spectacularly, although it certainly will get even more involved as Disney's forthcoming streaming service will offer small screen shows that intersect with Marvel's film world. Finally, they actually cross over, involving such Avengers characters as Loki, the Falcon, the Winter Soldier, and the Scarlet Witch and Vision. But if even if Marvel's next super crew breaks box office records, there is only one origin story for Marvel Studios. And it publicly began in 2006 when Feige said those words, Iron Man, Hulk, Thor, Cap. Endgame is an interruption that sets up a lineup change. It is a finish line before a commercial recharge, yet it will also be where fans have to unpack some of their memories and leave some of the fallen behind. In Endgame, Marvel Studios is coming for fans' hearts, even though Feige's universe won them over long ago. Well said, Michael Kavner. I'll have to look up uh, and see what else he's got out there. But I like the cut of his jib. Where are we at? Not so much. I mean, yeah, that's 20 minutes. That's pretty quick. I suppose that could do. I do want to slip one more in there. There's an article here. The magical thinking of guys who love logic. That looks cool. I will do a quick scan. It is uh, reasonably long. What are we at? 914. <laughs> I don't want to ruin my first day at uh, my dream job. Not really a dream job, but I think it's one of the best I could do at the moment. So I better wrap it up. This is going to be a real short one. Thank you all for checking in. Things are going all right, other than some brief material loss of a digital device, which captures images. I'll have another one soon enough, I'm sure. Nothing very fancy. The phones do reasonably well, but it does feel weird to go to a convention without one. So yeah, we've got what Supernova in July. I will have to get myself uh, ready for that. Did make some inroads with the costumer at Iron Fest. She's done quite a few. She showed me photos on her phone and they looked perfectly fine. The only problem is she is in Canberra and she's got quite a lot on her plate already in terms of commissions. But I like what I saw and she seemed like a good egg. So I'm going to send off my measurements once I get them. And it looks like it's all happening in regards to my... I've probably mentioned it before on here, but I'm going to stay mum about it for now because it's a pretty cool cosplay and I want there to be somewhat of a surprise. I don't like announcing things and then having it not happen either. So I want to just keep it on the down low, but it is slowly yeah, clicking the gear because I don't want to be just wearing that vault suit for the rest of my life. And I do like the idea of wearing something that I can also move around in without too much trauma, like the power armor, pretty much doing nothing else but standing around in it. I want to combine something that basically allows you to move freely and do things you need to do, but also has that wow factor of people just going, oh, that's pretty cool. So yeah, that's where I'm gonna leave it. Avengers was great. I'll give it a 9.5 out of 10. I think that's the highest I've ever scored anything on here and do a proper review with spoilers next time. And if you haven't seen it by then, then are you really a fan? That's a debate I had with someone who wanted spoilers and I was like yeah if you loved it you wouldn't and they're like oh you can't tell me how to enjoy things and I'm like you'd probably enjoy it but you're not a true 99.99% of people don't want spoilers if they really like the thing and it does honestly ruin movies it's not so much of a twisty twist in this like a Shyamalan movie but there's still things I wouldn't want to know going in apparently someone got beaten up in Malaysia recently because they shouted spoilers as they came out and while they were bleeding and I, violence is never the answer, it is hard to feel too sorry for them. I mean, there's a little bit of karma in that. So, yeah, I, I, it's a tricky line, that one. But So I will stay on the safe side of it for now. That's my Tuesday morning at the end of April. And I'll be back in early May to do this properly. 
and i hope you had a good day so far if not let me know if you did let me know as well i want to know who my audience is so peace out love yous all Thank you.